back in my vibe Cause there is no sacrifices Everything was taken Still had to make it Vibe killer Me and no go take shit Vibe killer Bloody somebody time Protect my energy From your bad aura Let my pastor say I be my healer Everything I desire Welcome back To Delusional Confidence <laughs> This is my lovely co-host Ida and she is at the chilling therapist on instagram and youtube i am emily's dot root awakening on youtube and instagram as well welcome back everybody welcome 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 what's up Ide? how are you it's been two weeks Boy. since we recorded i know i know i know i'm doing well i'm doing well um you know, obviously there are a few things that I'm navigating that I've kind of shared with you, but I'm still not, you know, wanting to put that out publicly. But yeah, um, it's been interesting, you know, in terms of like where my mindset is at, like it's great, but you know, there are times where I catch myself and I'm like, but why, you know, but obviously it is what it is and I just got to kind of navigate it you know and so that's what I'm kind of doing right now like just navigating it really and truly that's all I can do isn't it almost such a freeing thing to just be like that's all I can do is just navigate it <laughs> like I don't need to know all the answers I won't be able to find all the answers to life right now exactly exactly that's like all I can do what about you and how are you doing I'm good. I'm very good. I actually have a great topic. I'm just realizing now for us to talk about today. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm good. I, um, my career has become like completely focused on diet. Ironically, not even coaching anymore, not even advertising my coaching programs that I spent probably hundreds of hours putting together. Now, I don't know if I'm going to bring these things back. I think they're still in my link in bio, but um, I, it's, okay, here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about being God-led in the sense of following your intuition. To me, that's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Following your intuition slash being God-led, even when it doesn't make sense. And in the end, looking back and being like, yep, I made all the right decisions. Even if I thought I made the wrong decisions, even if something didn't work for me after I made a decision, even if um, things were really hard for me and I thought I was fucking up, I look back and I'm like, that was still all God-led. All of those things were God-led and there was a reason for that. So that's one thing I would like to talk about. And another thing that I would like to bring up is gender roles. This is something that okay. I, you and I have talked about way back in the day I'm talking like two years ago maybe we talked about these things sometimes because I know like you have some different narratives or you had some different narratives surrounding you you know what what you believed what family members believed the culture in Ghana the culture in Australia um I would love to hear about that if you're willing to share um and how it's shown up in my life is uh like I had this guy on my podcast, the episode's not out yet, but his name is Nick Caputo. 
And he talks a lot about gender roles, but, but really his job is to help men like get their testosterone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read up, cause I think you posted something and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I checked out his page briefly. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so his whole vibe is like, he's a, he's a coach for men to like help them like get their testosterone up, find their identity kind of thing. Those are my paraphrased mm -hmm. words, but, and he was talking a lot about gender roles in our podcast episode and it clicked a lot of things into place for me. And these two topics of being God-led and intuitive and um, gender roles have come together for me because- I'm so excited to hear about this. It's so interesting. And this is part of the reason why I love this fucking podcast, because I don't like where, who else am I going to talk about this to? I mean, my whole Instagram audience, but like, I know Ida feels me on this. I know we've covered a lot of these topics together before, and I'm just so excited to hear your feedback and to get into it. I'm so it. excited. I can't wait to hear where you're at. It's so exciting. <laughs> Girl, I'm stoked. And I didn't even know that this was going to be a thing, but I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll just uh, pop it off by saying like, for me, how these two topics have woven in together is like, you know, how long have I just been saying like, oh my God, I just can't bring myself to do a job that I hate. I just can't like be on the move all the time. If I'm tired, I'm tired. And like, I just can't, I, I know that I will not compromise my health anymore for my career. I just know that. Um, after talking to Nick, Nick is very like, uh, in his, he, when you hear him explain everything, it's, I don't find it triggering at all. But I think when you're bringing up the initial topics, it, it gets people very polarized because there's a whole feminist movement of like women should should do whatever they want. And um, and I think all of us, including Nick, would agree with that. They should do whatever they want. But um, it's the whole feminist vibe of like women should do whatever a man does or there's something wrong with the woman. She's lazy or whatever. And then there's like the traditional vibes of like the woman cooks and does the feminine thing and the man is a little bit more dominant and also takes care of the finances in the household so nick yeah. has these traditional views and he in my opinion he explains it in a way of like women have softer skills that just come naturally to them and he was saying like i want to take care of my wife i i don't need her to have a job i want to financially provide for her and if she wants to have a little side business or whatever that's great but i want her to be healthy i want her to focus on her health i want her to like nurture our kids and make our kids clothes and and do the cooking and then i want to provide all the finances because i'm a dude and that's what's expected of me um and I want to fulfill that. So he kind of ropes in gender roles with how we are ancestrally, kind of like uh, it's more than just societal stuff. It's something that he had he sees in like how we how we were made as humans, how we evolved over time, why there are certain roles. Anyway, it's not like I agree with 100% of the stuff he says, but that spoke to me because I'm like, damn, I realized this whole time I'm trying to like 
be in this masculine mode, forcing the masculine, forcing the masculine, forcing the masculine. And I just thought it was because I was kind of lazy or in the coaching world, we get told you have limiting beliefs. That's why you don't feel like you have enough energy to, or, or you feel weird around sales. So there's something wrong with you and you need, you need like to work through that. And, and I, it's not like I have this worked out, Ida. I, as always, I think more hindsight will be helpful. Maybe there's another time in my life where I'm totally in the masculine mode and loving it, but it just gave me a lot of relief and a lot of like, wow, maybe I'm not meant to like be all business, always taking care of everything in my household. Maybe the reason why I want a partner so bad right now and also, I don't have the energy to like, like put my health behind my business and like don't have the energy and the drive to like make all the money. Maybe I, I can feel intuitively that I want a husband to help me with these things. So that has just given me so much relief, whether that's true or not, things are clicking in a little bit and I'm realizing it's okay for me to like live with my parents you know, yeah. it's okay and borrow money or, or take money from my parents. Like, it's okay. Basically, I talked to Nick about that. And he was like, yeah, like, you're, you, you are a woman, you're supposed to be nurtured, you know, and he's like, it's different for guys. So it's all, it's all fascinating. And what, what comes to the forefront of your mind when we start to talk about these topics? Um, so I think there are like different avenues, but the first thing that's popped up is I remember um, two years ago, my birthday, just having a conversation and um, kind of telling the person that, you know, I want this year to be for me a year of softness. Like I actually want to relax into my femininity. Like I no longer want to be, you know, go, 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 go. Like I want to, be able to just relax and be a woman because obviously my whole time in Australia it's been hustling 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 working looking after myself actually since I was probably like 16 you know just figuring out how to pay my rent how to you know look after myself and so last two years I was like you know what I I just want to just be I want to be held that those were my exact words I'm like you know I don't want to keep holding anymore I want to be held you know whatever that looked like and I think since then I've wanted to kind of fall into that you know and I guess I do look around and see the women who have adopted the soft life that you know I don't know if I fully um if I I fully understand what they fully mean by a soft life, but from what I see on Instagram, like just the softness of being able to like, you know, have a bath and just, you know, um, like put cream on your body, make sure that your body is like soft and like all that ritual, like all that stuff, that feminine stuff, you know, is become really appealing um, to me. So I think, for me it's something that I know I want to lean more into um but then as I'm talking about that there's also a part of me that's like yeah but you also need money to be able to be that soft 
you know and i guess that's where the man comes in where it's like okay you know the man comes in to kind of provide for me to then be soft right um then there's also the question of okay in today's society can one income sustain the whole family you know so there's kind of like all these different avenues that one can go to but i think ultimately i do want to be held and i do i do want to um be looked after whatever that looks like it doesn't look like it's not a matter of like i want to like just you know um be lazy and just lay in bed all day and be commanding my man hey bring me that hey no but like just be more feminine and i feel like i haven't been that for so many years you know i've been operating on like a very high pop boom 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 where now i want to like just receive and just be held and all that good stuff you know so that's what comes to mind wow it's so cool like i just hadn't clicked this into place like we've talked about it a lot even on this podcast and i think we just use different words and we haven't talked about the piece that i don't think had clicked together was like how a man can come in and and make everything make sense basically because this whole basically the theme of this podcast has been can you create great success while doing what you want in life that's i think that's been a big theme in each of our personal lives and it's been a theme on this podcast pretty epic to be honest and um i think that it's true and there are all these nuances that we've talked about previously but what i didn't put together and didn't even think about was like how does the man or if the man comes in to make everything work to help make everything work just like we come in to help make everything work in their lives by like taking care of the shit that doesn't come naturally to them it makes perfect sense to me and i'm realizing so much how much i've been raised with the feminist point of view and look i'm not saying like feminist is bad you know everything traditional is good i'm not saying black and white but like my parents wanted to raise my sister and i in a way where we didn't feel like we had to marry to to be worthy and we didn't have feel like we had to reproduce to be worthy and i think that's respectable because they grew up seeing what sometimes the negative side of that which is like basically families just being abusive to each other and like putting way too much pressure in a way that's not even helpful um they saw that in their generation and they didn't want that um so now i'm see and i think it was great that i was raised this way because like i was able to build up so much in my life my personality all these things ways to be scrappy and figure out how to make things work and starting my business like i never would have started my business if my parents raised me in a way of like your job is to be a mom and all that they they gave me the space to do what i want and i think that's why i'm here you know but i am realizing how much in my head is been like oh my god i'm putting the same standards for myself as a man who this stuff can come way easier to like i just believe that most not all but most men 
have a different drive than yeah. women. Men yeah. have like way more energy to get up and do the thing, even just because they don't have a monthly cycle of energy, they have a daily cycle. So like every day they have some energy, some weeks, we don't have that much energy. So it's either like we push to try to be like a man and have like the 24 hour cycle, like a man, which is the hustle mindset, or like we go with the flow and what feels right for us. And, but there's like only so much we can do in business sometimes when we're growing a business with that mindset. That's what we found out, you know, if we never talk about our stuff that we're selling, if we never put ourselves out there, how, how is anyone going to know? I mean, miracles happen, but not for all of us, you know, like miracles happen for all of us, but like the same miracles don't happen to everyone. So like, I have no doubt that there are people out there that all of a sudden got successful without putting themselves out there. It was like something happened organically, but that clearly hasn't happened to most of us. So yeah, it's, it's funny. I, because like, I feel like you were saying something kind of similar in one of our past episodes in the sense of like, um, we, we just naturally don't have this energy every day, but we get told that we're supposed to have this energy every day so we can keep up with the men and have the same expectations as them. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, apparently, and I mean, looking at my own life as a woman, there's only one week that I actually really feel like myself. Mm. One week out of the month. The rest, it's either, you know, I'm ovulating, or I'm preparing for my period, or like I'm, there's just really, like I'm, my body is always preparing for the next thing to come. You know? So imagine like on top of that, then you're kind of, and that's why we, we were trusted with like more the nurturing, the more like, uh, like the soft going in stuff. But for some, for some reason, our society has made it seem like we need to like kind of push. And I feel like we've done it so far. So that I feel like now men believe that we're super women and they actually expect that we show up in that manner. You know, so imagine you're now dating and every day you're like, yeah, I just want to just chill in bed. I don't want to have to, like, I just want to relax and just like have a bath all day. They'll be like, are you okay? Like, do you live on earth or are you okay? But that's like our natural state, that nurturing grounding state. That's our natural state, but we've moved away from there. Mm-hmm. You know, look, there are a lot of things that I kind of feel like it was simpler initially where it's like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to get it all political, but I feel like it was kind of like, okay, um, feminine, masculine, and everyone knows kind of like their role. And I feel like, I feel like you need roles to function in life. I mean, you look at our body, our body has different parts with different roles. We can't all be playing the same role. It just doesn't make sense. So if, if like we live in a world that there are different roles, I mean, you even look at trees, trees are giving us carbon, like um, uh, oxygen and we're giving trees carbon dioxide. It's like everyone has their role, you know? So how can you be living in a world with different um, 
um, not just gender roles, but just everything on this planet has its own unique role. So what makes us think that we're, this, we're equal to men? That argument, again, I don't want to get political. I don't want anyone coming for me. I don't have energy for that. It's just, I personally don't, like, I feel like the whole concept of men and women are equal. I see we're equal in terms of human, being being human beings, but we can't deny. Like, the other time I was with my partner, he put his arm out, and I put my arm next to him, and I'm like, my God, just look at how you're built. Look at how men are built. How can we possibly say we're the same? How? Like, look at my fragile self. Like, look how fragile we are as women. And yeah, we're seeing where this, we're not. We have a different role, which is equally beautiful and equally needed. It's like men have their own strength. Women, we have our own strength. We are emotionally strong. Men are physically strong and that's okay. It doesn't mean some women can cannot, it doesn't mean as women, we can't train and become physically strong, but I wouldn't want to do that. I personally don't want to do that. But if anyone chooses that, that's your choice. But even that, look, these are not facts, but I'm assuming that as women, if we start building our bodies like men, I, I'm assuming that something could happen or throw our hormones off. I don't know. I don't know if we could keep getting our periods anymore if we started to train like that. Like, I feel like our body will it can't do the things it's naturally built to do because we're just not built like that, you know? Yes, as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh my God, all of these women who have been losing their periods and when they, uh, let me be careful here. Exactly, can you even imagine? We have to like be so careful, pick our words, but it's but, necessary. But exactly, it, it is because um, there are always outliers. There are always exceptions. And I know that there are women out there who exercise, who love it, who have their period, or maybe they started exercising and they got their period back. You know, there's, I think there's a, it's not always black and white. Um, there are nuances. And I think we just tend to hear something and think, oh, Emily thinks that if you exercise at all, you're going to lose your period and we're not, we're supposed to be weak. And your, like, even if that's what you thought, that's your personal, you know, uh, opinion. Yeah. Because right now we're not saying if as a woman, you decide to exercise and go as far as men do and go on steroids, you're going to lose your period. That's not what we're saying but we're basically assuming there could be some repercussions of yeah. women taking their bodies to that extreme. I don't know, but I'm assuming there would be or could be. We have already seen a trend with this because think about, and I'm, I'm not trying to like rope Meg Dahl into this because trust me, like that's not what I'm trying to do at all. But like our friend Meg Dahl is, is a period recovery coach and a lot of what she found in her journey, and she's found a consistency in this for a lot of people, is that like overworking and not prioritizing health and um, over exercising, not just exercising, I'm talking about over exercising only, 
she's seen this common denominator in a lot of people who have lost their period. If they're overdoing it, if they're not eating enough, and if they're not resting enough, they lose the period sometimes. So, and I've, I've, I've heard plenty of other people talk about this as well. So I'm just noticing the common denominators and doesn't it make sense that if we're treating our bodies like a man's body because we have the same standards for ourselves i have to have this as much energy as a man i have to go 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 as as much as a man doesn't it make sense that we lose our periods because our bodies are like okay i guess like this is what you want I you know? guess you're a man. yeah <laughs> right like if oh, you, you, know? you want this this lifestyle, okay, we'll give it to you, right? If like exactly. the feminine, the feminine, um, we call it feminine masculine energy for a reason in the spiritual world, right? Like gender aside, the feminine energy is more sit back, lay back. So if you totally deny the sit back, lay back energy, um, then, then you go towards the masculine energy and okay, then you go away from some of the feminine stuff. So yeah, it's so interesting. And, and I've also been thinking about how it's played into this whole vibe of our continuing conversation of women who hustle to get what they want. And a lot of times we don't even talk about the men because it's like, well, they're men. It just comes easier to them. And it's like, duh, because like, that's just like how they're built. But like, for me, I'm looking at, curious to hear, as always, I'd about what you have to say, because I'm looking at my past role models in the coaching world and in the business world. And I know Ida, you know, some women that are different than this, but every role model that I have had in the business world has had to work really hard at some point in their lives. And almost all of them, it was like, um, you watch them, like I go back, I'm thinking about Amanda Francis because she was like my last big role model in the business world. And you go back to some of her earlier videos and it, it seems pretty clear that she was like really forcing. And she even has videos where she says, I, I got sick. I knew that I should probably stop working, but I kept working anyway. And I realized that I need to dial it back a little bit. That was one of her trainings. She says that. And, um, and then even now she, she's been like learning to lean into not having to do everything all the time and relinquishing some responsibility. I've heard this story from, I'm pretty sure every single woman I've looked up to in the entrepreneurial world. At first they were really intense or slash, sometimes they'll use the word controlling. Sometimes they'll use the word perfectionist. Sometimes they'll use the word like go, 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 but they were really masculine and then later on, when they created the success and it was a lot more passive income, they realized that they needed to dial it back a little bit and, and allow themselves to receive. And um, they could at that point because their businesses were kind of a little bit more running themselves. So I, I've, I've, we've been discussing this phenomenon and I've just never put it into play with the gender role thing of, well, they created all the financial success because they kind of 
for a temporary period of time, put themselves in the man's position. I need to create everything for myself. I need to do, I need to hold up, hold down the house. I need to get everything in order financially. Um, and then I think about jewelry store owners around me who I had on my podcast, they made their business work, um, but they're, both of their husbands were able to hold down the financials while they grew their business. So that was like a, a feminine way of doing it. But still in my life experience, like if I didn't know Ida and Ida's role models, I would be like, I have never seen an example of a woman remain in the feminine state. I still have something to say about that. So I'll let you wrap up because as you're talking, I'm like, hmm. So I'll just check in with you as you wrap that up. Okay. And I am wrapping up right now. If I didn't know you, Ide, and who your role models were, I would say I don't know a woman who has remained in this feminine state who has totally built a self-sustaining business with a lot of money on their own. Now, I know you know P, the fairy, and, and um, Jasmine, who have seemingly built their business, I'm guessing, in a feminine state. Go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> Let me, let me, yeah, because I think, I think there's a threshold because even looking at Jasmine, she burnt down a half a million business. Remember I told you, she just burnt it. One day she woke up, she's like, nope. You know, she deactivated her 20 plus followers. She had a course that was selling out like, you know, a piece of cake. She shut it down and now I heard a podcast of her talking about why she burnt it down because she was burnt out. So she couldn't sustain it. Do you get what I mean? So I kind of feel like there's a cutoff. I kind of feel like if you want to go to six, seven figures, like, cause right now I think, I think, I think, I think feminine businesses the root of it is more around having enough to sustain you as a human being. So even Jasmine, like kind of talking about how she now does her pricing, it's like, and a few others who are more feminine, how they do their pricing. They're like, okay, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? Okay, fine. I want to get my nails done. I want to have a bath, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Sum it up. Maybe like for me, maximum 2000 us dollars a week for now that would do me great like that would make my life excellent two thousand dollars a week okay so that's about what clearly my math isn't so that's kind of like eight thousand per per month right that for me that's like heaven okay so then you know, if you are pricing in a feminine way, you kind of break that down. Okay, 8,000. So maybe if I was selling like a high ticket course for three months, maybe it's 2,000 each. Okay, so 2,000 per, per high ticket. And I'm only going to sell four every, every month. I want to sell four every month, right? That's doable. So that's kind of like, that's all I need. I don't need... 10k months I don't need 50k months I don't need 100k months I actually don't need it right 
it will be great, but I don't need it. So it's kind of like um, going from that point of view. So now she kind of stepped back and she's doing business in terms of, okay, what do I need? Is this going to cover all my needs? So I'm not struggling to build my business and to do what I love. Do you get what I mean? Instead of before, like, oh, let's just take 50 people. Let's just bring 50 people into the course and make like, what, 100K month, but burn out, you know? So that's what I'm kind of thinking. There's, there's a cutoff because I don't know how much P ends, but I suspect, I suspect, again, I repeat, I suspect that she's working to meet her needs and have have more than enough for what she needs that's what i'm suspecting i don't think she's going for 100k months not that not that that's not a good place to be but i don't think she's striving for that but if it comes it'll be great i think right now she's making sure that she's abundant and for me being abundant would be like 8k per per month for me that's like that's more than enough. That's like sufficient. Do you get what I mean? So I kind of feel like that's um, that's that's where I'm at with with it, and that's what I think. I think there's a threshold because I think anyone who wants to kind of go over that 10k month, you you're you're pushing it. I feel like you're kind of pushing it as a woman. I have to say. Mm -hmm. I don't think the amount you work equates to the amount you earn also at a threshold, but like opposite in the okay. sense of like, I worked my fucking, you know what? That's not true. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I think it's so nuanced because mm -hmm. when I started my business, I was making more money. And as we've talked about before, I was doing it in a way that felt really bad to me, but it was a way that was guaranteed to work because it was the classic sales system that all the network marketers used. You were selling out. I was not selling out, but I was yeah. making 8K a month. <laughs> you were 10K a month. Okay, great. Yeah. For me, yeah. That's, that's great. Yes. Um, yes, totally. I'm, I'm living off of 2k a month right now. Right. So like 8k would be, um, it's like, you're rich. Like I would be rich, you know, 8k months. Um, but yes, I was working harder and combo working really fucking hard, burning myself out and doing things in the conventional way, the conventional sales system that we know works. We've talked about in the last couple episodes, but I think doing things in your way that feels good to you i still think you have to work really fucking hard even to make a small amount of money because that is what happened after after i after i abandoned the practices that the network marketing practices that didn't feel good to me even working really fucking hard i had like 2k months you know yeah. so i know p is i guess she is doing that so like I'm not saying that like, this is a rule or a law or anything. I just, I don't know if I've seen enough evidence that like, like I think over time, over time, 10 years, you can reach the place. But like, I don't think it's like, oh, if you kind of, if you are in the feminine nature, you'll be able to make 
8K months, but you can't really go beyond that. I, I get it, but I, I don't think hard work is always going hand in hand with how much you make. Mm, no, no, um, I'm not saying there's a cutoff as in you can't make more than 8K per month. But what I'm saying is like, after, like you need to hustle to get more than like, I think even 8K is a lot. I think you need to hustle to get more than maybe 5K a month if you're not working a nine to five. You would have to still go past the feminine to be more masculine, to be able to achieve that. But I think yeah. for me, what I'm really saying is if you want to do it in a more feminine way, it's kind of like the whole concept of planting seeds that we were talking about before, where it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be, the tree's not already there. You need to plant the seed. So it's going to take longer, yeah. right? We're not going to be like, I want 10K months starting next month. No, but it's like, what can I put in place right now to ensure that I'm making that in future? So obviously we're doing this podcast, we're putting it on YouTube, you know, we've got newsletters, you've got like other, all these side hustles eventually will bring together that 10K month, but we didn't hustle to get it in that way. Do you get what I mean? It was yep. intentional. It was an intentional, slow process, an intentional planting of these seeds individually, right? In a way that we knew would would yield in future like we're not expecting it to yield like in two months from now whereas what we were doing before we literally joined this month and we're like next month we're making 10k it's yeah. possible it's possible but i'm i'm not wanting to do that again yep i can do that again but it's very possible it's very very possible so that's what i'm saying it's a matter of, do you want to go fast and crash? Or do you want to go slowly, but eventually get there? It's kind of like a, a tortoise kind of journey. You know, you're going slowly, but you're eventually going to get there. I mean, we look at another lady I'm looking at right now, is Tabitha Brown, you know, and her story is just incredible. Like, to cut a long story short, she wanted to be like an actress and you know she was dating she moved to LA to try and make it happen it didn't happen she was like hustling it just didn't work out anyway she's gone on to marry have her kids nothing and then obviously with the whole hustling and stuff she becomes really ill and this sounds like I think we all know this story where it's like everyone hustles and they just get this mysterious illness you know, and that's something that's coming into my sphere a lot more, this mysterious illness that you don't even know where it came from. So she has this mysterious illness, gone to all doctors, trying to find solutions. No one knows what's wrong with her. And so she's basically just like sitting there like, okay, I don't know what to do in my life. And she's like, one day she's just sitting there. And I guess this is where the God conversation comes in. So she's like, she's just sitting there. She's like, God, if you heal me, you can have me like, whatever you tell me. And for her, she's not looking at God, like the linear God, like this man sitting in the sky. I think she was talking about her soul. Like, she's like, I would do whatever, you know, you can have me God. You tell me do this and I'm doing it. So anyway, she said that day, her daughter comes back from school and is like, mom, we learned about this thing called vegan. Like, you know, 
it seems interesting. Let's research it. Maybe that's something you can try. And she's like, you know what? I've tried everything. Why not? Let me just give it a shot. So she says she gives, she gives it a shot for 30 days. She decided to commit to it for 30 days and she started to see improvements in her diet change. So she's like one day she's just there and she heard her a still small voice, which she says, God, she heard God tell her, record a video about making this um, sandwich. And she's like, come on, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to post a video of me making a sandwich on Facebook. That's corny. You know, but then she's like, okay, fine, I'll post it. So she's like, she posts it, nothing happens. A few family friends and, you know, friends and family are like, oh, okay, yeah, this is cool, blah, blah, cool. She keeps getting the call to post it, you know, do this, do that. And then she'll record it. Like, like sometimes it'd be a thought. It's like, yeah, share it. She'll do it. Eventually, she goes to this um, place. Is it Walmart? There's this food place she goes to in America she buys a vegan burger and she bites into it she's like wow this is so divine and she hates God God is like okay record that put that on on Facebook show the people how divine that burger is talk about it so anyway she picks up her phone she reports it she's like yeah I just tried this vegan burger it's so divine she didn't use the word divine I'm using that She's like, yeah, I can't believe it. Oh my God, you guys, you got to check it out. I never knew healthy food could taste so good. And guess what? That video blows up. The place she buys the food, she bought that burger, sells out. Like it sells out and they reach out to her and they're like, hey, we don't know what you've done, but all our shops. So basically, for instance, they were only selling at like, so for instance, obviously I'm in Ghana right now they were only selling in Accra because like they didn't, they didn't really have a market for like the other cities, but all of a sudden the other cities want it. And so they called her. They're like, look, we have to collaborate with you because we, we don't know what's happening. We need, like, we need you. And that, that was the beginning of her success. Mm. And now she's this big, when she talks about her story, it's amazing. And she never plans it. She's like this big, icon who just keeps following god's voice and just keeps going you know and she's gone on to create amazing things that obviously for the sake of today's recording we're talking about god and you know um gender roles so i won't go much into that but that's how she built hers but remember it didn't happen even though it seems like it happened overnight it didn't happen overnight it didn't you know because she was going like it was a long process but obviously she was obedient to listening to god her intuition whatever we want to call it which has led so for me i kind of feel like it's not something that will happen overnight if you're wanting to get success overnight you're gonna burn now you're just gonna crash yeah that's what i think i agree i agree with all of that it's and it's true to talk about timelines because yeah, like I don't have 10 years in the business. So I have no idea. I just know three years into business, I don't like, I have not yet seen a way for me to just like work really hard in a way that feels good and receive 
the money that I want, you know? And if, but eventually, but, but I've seen progress. And, and can we, can we um, contextualize what working hard means? Cause I think sometimes when people are listening to it, they'll be like, well, if you don't want to work hard, you won't. We're not talking about, um, I think we need to contextualize that. Like we're not saying don't work or don't do anything. I think it's, how do we even define what working hard and working intentional? I think that's a difference. Would you agree? Yeah, I, 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 especially after this conversation and where I'm at in my life right now, I don't want to work hard. I don't have the energy to work hard or feel like I'm working hard. So it's different for everyone. But to me, working hard would be like doing something. It, you're right. It's not a good phrase. When I just said work hard, I meant hustle. I meant like, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go. Like, like working, when I just said work hard, I meant like working when you feel like you're too tired to work, but you yes. keep going anyway. That's what going I mean working natural hard. rhythm, I would say. Going against your natural rhythm, like, yeah. you know, everything in you is telling you to sleep, but you're like, no, I can't sleep. Exactly. I need to make 10. People who make 10K months don't sleep. Like, you know, you need more sleep and yet you're waking up at 5 a.m. because you heard some successful person saying, waking up at 5 a.m. is how you make it. Like stuff like that. Jeez, I've been there forcing myself to wake up at 5 a.m. That's oh. what brings success. I don't think that's what brings a success. It's just, and one thing I'm realizing is, M, people became more successful the more aligned they were. Like the more they do what they're actually supposed to do their calling, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what brings about the success. It's mm -hmm. not so much waking up at 4 a.m., doing 50 push-ups every morning. But again, writing in the journal. I feel like men might that benefit just, from that. Yeah, men benefit from that, exactly. Like, because they have this cycle. So it's like, you, you, you push, they're like pushers a little bit more. And we're like re receivers or, um, you know, I feel like we have like the longer, slow journey of like the emotional development and the soft skills and all that. And men, it's like, oh, if you just do this equation, then you will become successful. You know, it's like, wake up early, get your hormones in check or whatever, and uh, do your push-ups, get, get strong, all of that. And for us, it's like way more intuitive and slow. slow yeah very slow yeah. and that's and that's perfectly fine and it's like men love the chase they love to chase the dream i feel like the concept of chasing your dream is for men it's not for us mm -hmm. but anyway don't come for me yeah. you know because nowadays we'll be like what do you mean we can't chase our dream these were things that i used to say i'm like chase your dreams but i'm like mm. I do feel like I'm chasing my dreams, but maybe it's not a chase. I feel no, like I'm like, exactly. It's not chase. It's like, it's like letting following. your dream unfold. Let it unfold. Yeah. Like I'm allowing the dream to unfold, or like I'm I'm following my dream or something. We're not chasing. We've chased before. I've chased. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It is like letting things unfold. That's what I'm allowing to happen now. And then kind of getting into the God topic. It's like in the intuition topic. It's like when things don't make sense, I really have learned like if I say something to someone and by the way, you guys, I just like to give this as a disclaimer to any new person who's watching this, who doesn't know me. I always have an intention of treating people with respect, doing something that like, that's God, quote unquote, God led to me to be, which is like treating people well, being understanding, not coming from a place of trauma, but coming from a place of like honesty, but also, you know, just feeling like I'm doing the right thing, whatever that is. That's the place I'm coming from. I'm not a narcissist, whatever. I, I, I generally treat people well and have good feedback about how I treat people in life. But these days I've learned, well, and not, but these days I've learned that if something comes out of my mouth, it's meant to come out of my mouth. And um, even if there is repercussion for that, it's, it was important that it happened. I haven't had an instance yet since adopting this mindset where I've had repercussion come from that. Actually I have, and it's all a learning experience. Like, like these days, it's like everything, it, it just feels like everything that's meant to happen to take me to the next step is already there and already played out. Like, and I'm getting these intuitive, feelings to bring things up um and talk about things and even in the moment I know Ida you'll resonate with this even in the moment I'm like why am I talking about this or this kind of sounds overly dramatic or this kind of sounds like I'm making this up but I just have this intuitive feeling this is going to happen well guess what these things that I had intuitions about have started to happen and I'm like yep that came to me for a reason, even though it seemed crazy, even if I received some pushback from some of this stuff, it happened. And I'm not saying that I'm always right, but I'm saying like, I'm meant to go through all these steps that, that are clearly being laid out in front of me. And I think as long as I keep my intention of being God led and doing what my soul's path is meant to do in this lifetime and reaching a place of like, really feeling great about my life and the people in my life as long as I have that intention I will be led to that and it's just not yeah. going to always make sense in the moment mm -hmm. exactly that I agree with that actually I'm with you 110 yeah all right I feel like we have a we have a settling here I think we're ready to end the episode what do you think I yeah we it's it's so natural like we both were both like mm. <laughs> it's cool again intuitive intuition yeah okay this is it exactly i love it okay guys thanks for being here we love you um you can find us at delusional confidence on instagram and youtube and uh, we also repost these to podcast platforms. And if you guys, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on topics or anything that you struggle with in entrepreneurship or anything that we usually talk about, let us know. We can't promise we'll talk about it, but it'd be nice to know. <laughs> I don't want us to make any promises. <laughs> That's so true. But we would love to know and we'll love to see how we can, you know, have a conversation around it. So please let us know. Yeah. Cool. 
All right, guys, like and subscribe if you like what we're doing here. We love you. Love you.